Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. According to the Federal Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, better known as SIA, S-I-S-A, China is conducting state-sponsored cyber terrorism and its battlefield is as close as the router in your home or office. Oh, my. I understand around the world a lot of attention right now is being placed towards the violence and the horror of war. But for the last several years, the United States has been involved in warfare of a different kind, and that's cyber warfare uh, with state actors such as China, North Korea, Russia, Iran, and a host of others that would cause to do us harm. One of the ways they're doing that is to try to infiltrate systems and compromise systems that are vulnerable. And I'm going to get to that in a minute and explain how you might be able to, you know, thwart these type of attacks. But before I do that, you may not have heard of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, so let me introduce them to you. They're a component of the United States Department of Homeland Security, responsible for cybersecurity and infrastructure protection across all levels of government, coordinating cybersecurity programs of the U.S. states, and improving government cybersecurity protections against private and nation-state hackers. This agency originally began in 2007 as the DHS Natural Protection and Programs Dictoriate. With the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Agency Act of 2018, CISA's footprint grew to include roles in securing elections and the census, managing uh, national security, special security events, and the U.S. response to the COVID-19 pandemic, if you can believe that. It has also been involved in 5G network security and hardening the U.S. grid against electromagnetic pulses, or EMPs. Bet you didn't know that. The Office of Bombing Prevention leads the national counter-IED effort. The more you know. Let me give you just the divisions of the CISA, just so you know. And I'm not going to get into the real detail, but I felt before I could talk about cyber terrorism that you know that there's a government agency active right now, actively dealing with these threats in real time. The divisions include Cybersecurity Division, Infrastructure Security Division, Emergency Communications Division, National Risk Management Center, Integrated Operations Division, and the Stakeholder Engagement Division. Your government dollars working for you. I wanted to start there so you know who the CS, I'm sorry, the CISA is and why it matters when they issue a cybersecurity advisory. Now, in fairness, this advisory is not that new. It's about a year old, but I think it's timely uh, and we should talk about it. So here's the headline. People's Republic of China state-sponsored cyber actors exploit network providers and devices. Now, you would think, ah, you know, it's not me. I got a little business. You know, they're after the big stuff like, you know, infrastructure and water and rail and stuff like that and governments. And certainly they've been waging war against those institutions. But guess what? They're coming after you, too. This is a document of best practices and they get into the weeds. I'm not going to. But they get seriously into the weeds about how it's happening, what they're looking for 
and what to do about it. So let me lay this out. This joint cybersecurity advisory describes the ways in which the People's Republic of China state-sponsored cyber actors continue to exploit publicly known vulnerabilities in order to establish a broad network of compromised infrastructure. These actors use the network to exploit a wide variety of targets worldwide, including public and private organizations. The advisory details the targeting and compromise of major telecommunications companies and network service providers and the top vulnerabilities, primarily common vulnerabilities and exposures associated with network devices routinely exploited by the cyber actors since 2020. This advisory was co-authored by the National Security Agency, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, and the Federal Bureau of Investigation. It builds on the previous reporting to inform federal and state, local, tribal, and territorial government critical infrastructure, including the defense industrial base and private sector organizations, about notable trends in persistent tactics, techniques, and procedures. Let me be direct. They are looking for those of us who will not, have not, or have been lazy about keeping your security software current, keeping your software up to date. They get through a lot of this because we are lazy about keeping stuff current. If you knew just how much that one thing alone would stop to really slow stuff down, you'd be amazed. Now, why does this happen? If you're a small nonprofit, a small community, a sparsely settled county, money's scarce. You got to make choices. And if, it, if the software is working, why fix it? And you figure, well, we're small. No one's going to bother us. Wrong. You're exactly how. And we talked about a few weeks ago how one county in New York State got compromised because if the bad actors could get in through the county and get into systems at the county level that interact with the state, then they could put the whole state offline. And that's the whole thing. They look for vulnerabilities. You're not the target. You're the method. And if your software is weak, you may have integrated into larger systems. And the way they get in is they get your identifying information so that the system thinks it's you. And they get into the larger systems where they start to wreak real havoc and cause real damage. That is part of the problem. Entities can migrate the vulnerabilities listed in this advisory by applying available patches to their systems. Like I said, Replacing end-of-life infrastructure. People, spend the money. It's important. Not only for your organization, but every organization you interact with. It's important. Don't be the conduit to a major problem because you didn't stay current. And implementing a centralized patch, manage, match, centralized patch management program. I'm going to skip with the time I've got left. To, I won't even get into it because they get into detail, even down to router specifications, which routers are subject. I just want to share with you some of their mitigation strategies. And I'm not going to get to all of them, but I want to give you that. The NSA, CISA, and the FBI urge organizations to apply the following recommendations as well as mitigations and detecting recommendations, which are tailored to observe tactics and techniques. 
Keep systems and product updated in patch as soon as possible after patches release. Common sense. Immediately remove or isolate suspended compromised devices from the network. Common sense. Segment networks to limit or block lateral movement. Disable unused or unnecessary network services, ports, protocols, and devices. Because out of sight is out of mind and it's a risk. Enforce, enforce multi-factor authorization for all users without exception. And enforce that on all VPN connections. And there's more here. I'm not going to have time to get to it. But, you know, common sense. Update your stuff. Keep current. Replace your equipment. And be aware. Because this stuff is real. And it's happening right now. We are the Tech Mobility Show. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Ken Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. These days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us. Believe it or not, the Tech Mobility Show has a website. Yep. Combined with all the other ways you can interact with us, our website is a great place to start. Learn more about the host, find us in the news, and even check out where you can hear our programs across the country on the radio. I know, right? Our website is a great place to learn more about us and our programming. Go to techmobility.show for more information. 